It's a fun Friday. Let's start it <laughs> off with a bang right here. Locked on Hornets podcast. <laughs> you are locked on Hornets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. <laughs> We're off with a great start here. Got pain on my face. I look ridiculous getting off to a bad You start. look ridiculous. I do. Well, like, I tried to go. I can't paint my whole face purple. So I tried to go honeycomb, amateur hour. Why not? And then the B, I decided to go with that on the other cheek. You want to know why I can't go purple face? Why didn't you go blue face the whole way? <laughs> well, but, well, I'll tell you why I didn't. I'll tell you why. Because this is uh, this painting that I've done here is artistic it is an huh. homage to one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, yeah. You look great. Oh, Ultimate Warrior. Oh, I thought, oh, yeah, was a macho man. Damn it. Not step on your. <laughs> I, was about to say, I, I, I wouldn't be able to call you out on that. I have zero clue about any wrestlers. I know. <laughs> That's what I, I meant to do. Macho man. Do macho man. Cut, start it over. Cut it. Cut this out. Let's see. Oh, we're live. Yeah, uh, Sting has um, the face paint, right? Doesn't he go black and white? Yeah, yeah, he That's does. That's right. Now, this is a, we should know this is a visual gag. We're on Hive Live right now on YouTube. Uh, so if you want to check us out in the face paint, this is uh, this face painting was something that we promised that we would do. We would look ridiculous if we got to 1,000 subscribers, which we did. I'm going to open up the chat in just a minute and see uh, what, uh, <laughs> brace myself for the comments. It's your fault, people. This is all your fault. Uh, this is your doing. Uh, so, what do you have on your face there, Walker? What do you What are you featuring there in your in your artistry? Yeah, I mean, what I tried to do was I tried to give a little bit of a B right here. Now, this is drawing reverse in the mirror, figuring out how I can do it. I think it's a, like you can tell that's a B, right? Like I feel better about this yeah. being a hornet or a B than this being honeycomb. You know, but right. I feel you kind of like, you kind of I mean, went B emoji. Well, yeah, this 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 is the one right here. This shape. If I had to do it all over, I feel like I could have evened this one out a little bit better. Not so much here or here, but <laughs> yeah. right in here. I mean, right there. Yeah, this is uh it's not great. Um this I've got it in I'm my beard with. right now. I don't know I don't know if this is going to wash out. I don't know uh how you know, I ordered this off of Amazon. I did not really look into the company. I think it's called Snazaroo or something. Uh, I don't know where it's I from. I, I don't that. know what it's made of. I just put it on my face. It could be toxic. It could be burning my flesh right now. It could mm -hmm. be making me lose my beard hair forever. But this is what we do for fans of Locked On Hornets. We talk Hornets and we look ridiculous. <laughs> we do. I mean, we don't even have to have the face paint to look or sound ridiculous. We just do anyway. But now we look even worse considering everything that's going on with us right now. And you know what's even better? We get to talk about a double over time brutal painful loss in the midst of what is a bad stretch to go into the all-star break everybody's having a great time on fun friday it's locked on hornets for part of the locked on podcast network your team every day local experts duh on That's the lockdown podcast this, network. Yeah, I mean, what, what do, I, look, if as, experts don't look like this, I don't know what they look like. Okay. We take ourselves uh, very seriously. Uh, find uh, we got Twitter. some comments. You want me to read the oh, comments? Sure. Already. Oh, uh, Tyler, Tyler comments. Y'all were supposed to start 10 minutes ago. What's up? Uh, if you, Tyler, if you're watching, I think you understand. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Please. What is up? Please cut us some slack. Sorry. Tyler. We needed a moment. We needed a moment Tyler, uh, to get our faces right. <laughs> you didn't want to see the other way, Tyler. Trust me. No, it was bad. Is there any other comments or did you? Well, Tyler's saying Doug and Walker must be busy doing final touch-ups on their face paint. That's correct. 
Nice call. Uh, let's see. Walker, you got to have uh, someone else do your uh, painting next time. Um, oh, no. Yeah. See, I tried my best. Oh, I figured I was going to get those comments. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah, I mean, I went the extra mile, and I probably ran a half mile. But still, I tried to go that way. Uh, yeah, so um, I like I like what you've done, uh, Walker. Thank I like you. what I've done. Um, I think I think we've done the job here. We've given the people what they want. Uh, so let's talk some Hornets. Brutal loss yeah. last night. My so, God. So we were having this conversation uh, at the radio station yesterday. How bad or good could this win or loss be, considering it's an eight game winning or eight game? Uh, excuse me, eight day rest period that you're going to have with All Star break. You've been going down in an awful spiral so far. If you beat Miami, that's a good win, but then you don't have a ton of momentum that you can build upon that because it is the all-star break. You are going to have such a rest. If you lose, it's the number one team in the Eastern Conference. The Miami Heat is a very good basketball team. I didn't know what kind of feelings we'd be experiencing. What I did not account for was the fact that it could happen like that mm. in double overtime, having all of those minutes extra, LaMelo fouling out Miles Bridges, Kelly Oubre gives you one good quarter. Like just, it seemed, I didn't account for how excruciating it could be yet. There it was losing in double overtime to Miami. How is everybody feeling after that loss, considering all the circumstances? I didn't think it could, I didn't think it could be more brutal than the heat holding the Charlotte Hornets to eight points in, in a third quarter, like the mm -hmm. last matchup, but somehow uh, factoring in the fact that they were leading for most of this game and the referees took it away Oof. from the Charlotte Hornets. Th this made this all the more brutal. And, yeah. and David, they needed this win so badly. They need them all. I mean, my gosh, the the Wizards, the Wizards are creeping up on the Hornets now for the, for the play-in. That's where we are right now, guys. We're talking um, about play-in? Don't play-in. Play-in. And uh, you know, usually, oh, yeah. usually, no, no, that was is that, that cool was like man? I think that was yeah, it's cool. Like All right, that. I got it. I got it. I got it. That was Ultimate Duff Warrior. Man. I got it. Okay. Man. All right, here's Ultimate Warrior. Hey, Brother, right? That's Ultimate That's Warrior. That's Hulk Hogan, bro. Oh, damn it. I knew that. What? What? Why are you just spitting out catchphrases that stop have nothing going, to do? Stop going to the. Can wrestling. you smell what the Ultimate Warrior is cooking? Oh no! I thought we were going to talk Super Bowl for a second, but. I don't normally I don't like to blame the rest, but I think you, you anyone is well within their rights to lay blame on whatever that clown show of a an officiated game was yesterday. I mean, my God, what in the hell was that three point call? There's two refs looking right at it. Uh, EC and DC gave uh, my man a little bit more credit than I think he deserves saying somehow his, his left shoe was blocking out the vision, the, the look to his right shoe, which was clearly over the line. Mm -hmm. uh, but look, the Hornets should have won that game regardless. The referees just did not help. And it's just an extra, you know, gut punch to lose that way. You, you had to feel like the, the, the comeback was coming, but to win it, and then win it in overtime and then have another free throw, you know, not go in that could win in the game. Uh, just just brutal. Yeah, let's David, go. David, let's, go ahead. The, the 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 officials have to get that right. I mean, oh, we always hey, talk, hey, you have replay. You have replay. How many times right. do they replay during a game? Oh How much God, doubt they do spend they spend two minutes replaying a, a block charge call? One of and, the 80,000 that Kyle Lowry slipped under somebody. They, they reviewed that. 
the the explanation is almost more infuriating it's than the actual non-call. The referees telling uh, Rod Boone after the game that the reason they didn't stop it and review it is that they didn't have any doubt at the time. Well, it was an admission. Half his foot was over the line. Oh it was an admission. It was an admission that they messed up. You know, the ref is like, yeah, unfortunately, we just didn't think there was any doubt at the time. It just shows how badly mistaken they were. And I think the officials recognized that. It was an awful blown call. And James Borrego speaking after the game, just defeated, talking about, look, you know, I think in the response to a question that was asked when he said, do you plan on filing a complaint? He's like, look, we're going to get the two-minute report. They're going to say they missed it. We're going to move on. We're going to take this L, and that's the only thing that we can do, which is true. You can can file a complaint all you want to, but you are not going to get a victory from this. Has that ever happened? Has there ever been an overturned uh, L? We almost saw it, I guess. Uh, who was it against where they gave us the four-point play uh, on the shot that never went in? There was talk of a protest. You the know, that was a, so this has happened. This yeah. referee debacle has happened twice to the Charlotte Hornets in the past right. two weeks. The last time it was in the Cleveland Cavaliers game. They missed the they missed the call that they admitted they they were wrong about with the uh, Terry Rozier three that became a four point play that never should have been a three point play, much less a four point play. Right. But then the referees also jobbed the Hornets in that game, calling a foul uh, that that resulted in two Shooting free throws foul. for Kevin Love at the very end, which should have been a call on the floor. The, the point Hayward, of all of this yeah, is the Hornets cannot catch a break yeah i think you could protest i think protesting this game and then winning it would be the most kyle lowry way to win a game so i'm, right. I'm fully in favor of them well, protesting you can be in favor of it but they won't win it and the reason why because <laughs> no, it's very rare um right. it's very rare that they actually go back and replay anything but when you consider that there was so much that happened after that they're not going they're not going to really well, that's go they're back out and right say, like, oh yeah, yeah. sorry we can't rewind. Well, that, that's Sorry. my point. Like, it, it's not it's not rare to see awful missed calls. Hell, Tom Haberstrow was just tweeting about Buddy Heald having a two-point uh, shot worth three or vice versa literally the night before. So we see this stuff happen a decent amount. It's just not in that context where it decides a game at the end of a contest as well. Like, I don't know of a game actually being overturned and maybe Mm, that's something somebody else could find out there, but I don't know where there's ever been a complaint filed. And then the refs NBA being like, you're right. Our bad. This is going to now count as a win in the standings (laughs) and an L for the other team in the standings. Yeah. I've never seen that before. And so James Borrego is right. Like there's yeah. just nothing you can do. And that's what makes this harder to swallow. And also, as you mentioned, look, Montrez Harrell, man, was awesome in the fourth awesome. quarter. How great is it to have a post score that can go get you a bucket, run a two man game with mellow. That is so pr- uh, pretty and nasty at the same time, feed him on the low block, let him go to work against bam at a bio, no less and get some, uh, either one, a foul drawn on him or two, actually get a bucket. He goes to the foul line, hits the first, Misses the second. You know, this is the second game that it's happened. Miles Bridges had the same thing happen to him where he missed the first one, made the second to go into overtime or have this tie, a tie ball game. Like that that makes it all that much more excruciating. And that's something Borrego talked about too. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna clean a, a little bit of this up. So the this a team has filed a protest before mm-hmm. and replayed uh, part of a game. It wasn't an overturned victory, but this happened back in 2008. The Heat and the Hawks replayed the final minute of a uh, previous game 
because Shaquille O'Neal, the official score ruled incorrectly that Shaquille O'Neal fouled out. So they went back and replayed the the final seconds of that game. And I just want to say this stat that I found on Montrez Harrell. Uh, I looked at his on-off stats since he's uh, been with the Charlotte Hornets. When he's on the court, offensive rating, 111. When he's off the court, 103. Mm. Defensive rating, when he's on the court, 100.7. When he's off the court, 114.7. And he's coming off the bench. That's the impact that you're seeing Montrez Harrell uh, have on the Charlotte Hornets team. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Huge. David. It's a beautiful thing to watch at times. I mean, you're seeing some of the same pick and rolls, you know, the dives to the rim that we've seen from other players on the roster, but Lamella's just found him in the per- perfect place. He's catching it and going up and scoring. I mean, that added punch was huge last night. And yeah, you just felt horrible for him because he wanted that free throw. He wanted that free throw so bad. And he tweeted out after, yeah, Mm -hmm. tweeted out after the game. And uh, he's been such a a boost for this team. And hopefully that's something you can take out of this game, right guys? Like if you're tuning in now, yes, we're, we're, we're complaining about the refs. Uh, We're speaking for all of Hornets nation, but (laughs) I I think you can take some of that into the, if you're looking for momentum Walker, Harold's got to be something that you count on, you know, coming back from the all-star break saying, all right, this is a little, little bit of energy, a little bit of, uh, you know, influx of, of, of offense we can give to this lineup and hopefully carry that towards the end of the, end of the season here. But man, that, that's just so deflating. So deflating. Yeah. I mean, it, he, he is an energy drink for this team. I mean, you watch him go to work offensive glass, at least tapping it around. So it's not something. just an easy rebound yeah. for the opposing team. And then you watch him score. You watch him on those dives that Lamelo was able to feed for him. How about good hands, right? Like actually being able to catch a pass. That's a little off the mark. There was the one, the, the bucket at the end where Lamelo threw it a little high. Great look, right? It was an excellent pass, a great look considering the circumstance, but it was still a tough catch. Montrez grabs it, finishes, and boom, we're talking about a couple of overtimes after that because of that play that was made by that two-man game that has been so very good, and it was so good last night. Yeah, this was a this was a complicated game because there were there were good things to take away from it and pretty bad things to take away from it, and then some excruciating things to take away from it. We've spent a lot of time talking about the officiating because we don't talk a lot about officiating on this show, but this was particularly terrible. But Danny on the chat saying, I get the anger with the officiating, but we had multiple chances to sure. put the game away. Yep. Being 4 of 11 in our last 15 has been exhausting. I just think it's time to accept that this isn't a serious basketball team. When I say the game, <laughs> this is me now, when I say the game is complicated, it's because of what Walker mentioned at the top of this segment. Kelly Oubre gives you one quarter, you think he's back, and then an awful second half finishes the game with a pretty terrible shooting percentage. Once again, cannot dig himself out of the hole. LaMelo Ball throws some passes and, and makes some plays at, at the end of regulation and, and in overtime where you go, wow, like these are elite type plays. He is taking over, and and over the past five or six games, he has become their primary scorer. He's starting to evolve into the thing that can make him a superstar. But then he fouls out in in the most crucial period of the game because, and we've seen this multiple times from Lamelo this season, picking up ticky tack fouls that add up and 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 either take him out of the game completely or force Borrego to be a little bit more careful with his playing time. And it's just, I mean, it's just frustrating. It's excruciating. And as Danny on the chat said, it is exhausting at this point. We are all ready for the all-star break. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah, we are. There's no doubt about it. Eight games, eight, I keep saying that, eight days rest for the Hornets. They desperately need it. There's no doubt. And you, you could have worn the big dub hat today, possibly to complete. I really wanted to. Outfit, all of that. But you can't put it on after a loss like that. It's really tough. Maybe you could have had that call actually counted. Let's talk more about this game besides the officiating. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball, by the way. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. We talk more about this heat loss coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. Then I clicked on M. Thomas. I'm like, who in the hell is M. Thomas? Matt Thomas is his name. Oh, NBA legend, Matty Thomas. Matt Thomas, I'm pretty sure Matt Thomas served me at an Applebee's the other day. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. You talk about some of the player mistakes. And Danny on the chat, like Danny at the chat or on the chat? What do you guys say? It's always been Danny on the chat. He's been a long time listener, viewer of the show. Thank you for your support. You may only be one of the 1K, uh, Mm -hmm. but you've been with (laughs) us a long time and we really appreciate it. You're the one. It's always called him Daniel Tap, but Daniel on the chat. I know Nada does that too. So Daniel on the chat, Danny on the chat. We Dan- well, Daniel it. on the chat. What is like, this? Is so formal. Daniel, my manual. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of mistakes made in this game with the Charlotte Hornets. Um, where do you want to start? Mm. Because I mean, Kelly Oubre, I thought we were going to get a crazy game from him where you have the 10 three pointers made, but it was the second quarter where I believe he hits all four of his three pointers. He goes four of six. In that second quarter, he plays the entirety of the second quarter, and that was the only source of offense from him. He would score 14 points in the second. He would score one point, hitting one free throw in the first, would come up empty the rest of the way. Uh, Goose egg in the third, the fourth, overtime, double overtime, did not matter. Um, and, And that was brutal from Kelly. Terry Rozier also just nowhere to be found offensively. Two field goals entirely, one made three-pointer, only three assists, only a couple of rebounds, five points. You know, it's not been a good stretch for Terry for a while now. And when both of those guys are missing or just not taking shots, it's going to be really hard for Charlotte to win. And they had their chances last night. That's what's crazy. Despite Kelly, despite Terry, they still had their chances and still couldn't get it done. Yeah, where was Terry? I mean, no minutes in the fourth quarter. I mean, barely had any. He played thirty six total, by the way. Like I know overtime helps, but everybody else played fifty. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I mean, we haven't heard there's like anything wrong or or he was out or sick. It, it felt like just JB was trying to go with what was the hot hand, I guess. There, but uh, I, I don't know. That's another weird thing, you know. It's it's all these little things. It's all these attention to detail things. It's boneheaded plays in between, you know, uh, possessions that are happening. I mean, Miles has one about every game where you're just like, what, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Multiple in this one. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they're pressing right now. They are really trying any way they can to get a win and you got a feel for them, but they have got to lock in for the full time and two overtimes. If, if that's what it takes, because, you know, especially when you're going against the heat, man, I mean, they're pulling out every stop. They're pulling out, literally pulling every arm, pulling everything they can to get the refs on their side, not complaining as the refs again. That's, that's just kind of how they play, but you got to adjust. You got to play that game. When you're in the game, you have to play the game 
you know, how it's, how it's going. So they're going to have to figure that out over this all-star break, but uh, yeah, plenty of things to just, you know, scratch your head about last night. I was pumped about the Ubre comeback. I tweeted right at you guys in your faces uh, <laughs> that you guys have been talking bad about Ubre and he heard about it, but apparently, you know, one uh, quarter a too was early. enough for him. A little too early on those tweeter fingers. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to give props to PJ in this game. Did not yeah. have a great game uh, in, in the last contest on Tuesday. Only three points. He scores 15 in this one on 6 of 15 shooting. It was 0-4 from 3, uh, but made his impact known. 14 rebounds in this game. That's yeah. that's Pretty excellent. And, and he had the defensive play on, on Butler uh, to help send it into double overtime. Um, so, you know... Get different guys stepping up, uh, but they can't really get any any consistency. I mean, it, it has been a roller coaster in every sense of the word, and right now the Hornets are at the bottom of that roller coaster. I still have hope. 22 games left to play. I understand uh, that their backs are against the wall right now, but they they should get healthier at the at the end of this All Star break. And I'm I'm not declaring this season dead yet. Um. Yeah, 22 games really put it in perspective for me when James Borrego was talking about that. See, you kind of used it as a positive, and I looked at that and was like, oh, my God, there's only 22 games left? This is a little worse than I thought. You got to <laughs> I mean, get I, on a streak. You got to uh, get yeah, on a hot Yeah, a hot you have one. to. I hot mean, salami. Yeah. Uh, yeah you've, that's the mm. second time oh. in two shows you've gone with hot salami. So that's – are you hungry? Have you had hot salami recently? I'm just trying out catchphrases. Okay, that's fine. That's okay. Um <laughs> I think the positives, the positive here were LaMelo and his ability to facilitate 14 assists for LaMelo in this game, only five turnovers, 10 rebounds. Thought came up with some big boards too. did LaMelo didn't have yeah, the a shot. Lot of good stuff. Yeah. Did, didn't have the shot working for him from deep, but like that's actually not been true of him this month. The whole team been struggling and you can kind of inadvertently mentioned LaMelo in that same kind of area, but really he's actually been fine from three point land this month. Overall, not in this game. We gave Trez, I mean, like maybe Trez gets the game ball. Like he was just so good in the fourth quarter. Um, And then PJ, you mentioned like I, PJ defensively was fantastic. I, I think even offensively, he put the ball on the deck a lot more and actually finished some at the rim, like not as much as you would like him to, but had the big layup at the end of regulation, uh, was putting the ball on the deck and doing a pretty good job of doing that. I, I want to have a, a conversation about Miles real quickly before we move on to the next segment, because you might look at the box score and think 50 minutes, 10 of 21, you know, the three-point shot isn't working, actually hit six of seven of his free throws, but I mean, the, the backdoor cuts, guys, like it's What's so up? bad. It, I mean, it, it has to stop at some point when Anthony Edwards beats you off the back door against Minnesota and then it happens again in a crucial moment. You can go earlier where he gets beat backdoor by P.J. Tucker. I thought they did an awful, awful job defending the corners last night. I mean, Kelly Oubre gets screened constantly and doesn't account for Bam Adebayo going into his back. Mason Plumley isn't going to go out there for whoever is going to be the three-point shooter. Miles Bridges, if he is out there, he's not going to account for anything. I, I thought Miles was really, really bad defensively. And it's tough to watch because you want to give him all this credit for attacking the basket, finishing some of these shots, even though he still missed some bunnies last night. But guys, like defensively, you know, Miles, Miles was really bad and hurt this team. And that needs to fix itself for a guy that is considered an all-star, at least a potential all-star for this squad. 
And that's the thing, right? I mean, I think the one thing that stood out to me over the last, this whatever, 10 games feels like 25. But like, if you had the guy, if you had that guy on this team, uh, things would be a little different. And I just don't think we do as of yet. I mean, we've seen the last two games, that guy on other teams, Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler, you know, the guys that are just willing to take or, or can take over the game and get a win for their team. And that's, you know, that, 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 that's all fast f- uh, phases of the game there, guys. Defense, locking in on defense, not fouling, of course, hitting the big shot. Uh, but yeah, Miles, they've got to clean that up. Look, LaMelo, if he gives another foul, then he, they should take him out of the game. I, I, I don't know how, like, he can't give up these cheap fouls anymore throughout the game because he's going to foul out. And, and it, when he's off the floor, uh, you know, that kills him. Uh, so I guess maybe it, it you should did take kill him, him last night when, when LaMelo was off the floor because Borrego was scared that he was going to pick up more fouls. And, you know, in the third quarter, uh, you look at his plus minus, LaMelo had one of the better ones, uh, plus one, and all the starters. Uh, did not have a plus one. Miles Bridges <laughs> was minus 23. Mason Plumley minus 13 in his 14 minutes. Ugh. Terry Rozier was minus Real 13. Fall. The starters had a lot of minuses except for LaMelo. And you got to think this was somebody that set out a lot of the third quarter. Second straight game, the Hornets have been uh, really overwhelmed by the opposing team's superstar imposing their will. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler, you knew the ball was going to be in his hands. Uh, Kyle Lowry dropping threes all over the place. I mean, these these are top tier players that are that are knocking out the Hornets. So I can take at least a little bit of sure, sure. that that it yeah. isn't you know it isn't the bench wrench. It isn't the ninth player on the bench coming out of nowhere. And and you know it's it's a case of the Hornets not really paying attention to the scouting report. Um, they they are in these games. That's why I haven't lost hope. I know someone in the chat said hope is a killer, but I'm going to hold on to hope, baby, as yeah. long as I can. Um, and and what what I'm hoping is that a little bit of health and a little bit of a break and a little bit of a refocus and the Hornets can come back and make some things happen. Only 22 games, but we've seen, you know, the year that they made the play, the last time we've seen the Hornets in the playoffs, 2015, 2016. I know the All-Star break was, um, you know, there were more games after the All-Star break in that case, but they went on a super hot streak in in that little final frame. And that got them, that propelled them into the tiebreaker for possibly the fourth seed. They ended up the sixth seed. Uh, but I think the Hornets, I think this team is capable of doing the same thing if if they can clean up some of these detail pieces. All right, this is a very serious Hornets podcast. We appreciate yeah. you joining us for all of our criticism, all of our analysis, because we do not look ridiculous doing this at all. We are very serious. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on my life, look at my face, but also my, oh my new year's resolution. This got oh, dark really quickly. <laughs> double overtime. I've got face paint. Somebody made fun of my face paint despite all my hard work on this B. But my New Year's resolution, guys, because of Built Bar. Built Bar has given me a new meaning to life and trying to figure out how I can stay fit. Plus, they're low in calories, low in sugar, high in protein, and high in fiber. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com, and you can get some of those delicious flavors, some of the staples that are so good. Also, you have the marshmallow puff that is infused with protein. It's great. Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order uh, at Built.com. One more segment to go on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. You are listening to the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Main character for American Psycho was Patrick Bateman, which really confused me. I always thought that Jason Bateman was Patrick Bateman, 
and that Patrick Bateman was Jason Bateman. (laughs) It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Do you feel like your face movement is restricted because of the paint on your face, Doug? How weird does it feel to you? Uh, Yeah, I think I accidentally bought teal colored concrete. Uh, I don't (laughs) believe this was actually face paint. It's It's not going to come off. You're going to have to figure out a way to get that off. And I don't know how. I Um, think you guys have to leave it on to the Hornets win again. Sorry. This is, I think that's probably true. You know, I'll just walk around like this. The honeycomb that doesn't exactly have the best. What is it? A hexagon? (laughs) Is that a pentagon? I don't know. I think that's a pentagon. One, two, three, four, five. There we go. I can count and do math at the same time. And then there's a B. Yeah, it looks so brutal. Go to YouTube. Check us out. We are embarrassing ourselves here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Um, After the All-Star break, 22 games left in the season. You know, what are some of the things that you think the Hornets can actually get better at? And, uh, you know, how much is this break actually going to help the Hornets can, you know, with, with all of the shooting woes that they've experienced, maybe gelling a little more with Montrez Harrell, um, you know, what, what kind of hope are you looking at here in the last 22 games of the season? Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at to have a little more time with Montrez on the floor, especially with Lamelo. Uh, it'll be interesting to see maybe if he starts again, he didn't start last night. Uh, did he? he did not. Okay. Did so, not. You know, we'll see how JB plays that, but certainly health. I mean, that's always the biggest thing for this team, getting Gord back out there, uh, have a veteran presence on the floor during these games, I think, I hope would help, you know, some of these leads that are going by the wayside. Um, and the, the shooting, I mean, look, you know, you can talk about strategy and, and 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 defense and whatever else you want. This team was winning a lot of games because they were scoring a lot of points. Uh, and hitting a lot of threes. They didn't, I don't think they hit a three in the third quarter last night or the fourth. Um, certainly not enough. So the shooting's got to come back if they want to make a push for this thing. Hopefully it will. Hopefully these guys chill out over the next eight days or whatever and get some of those shots to fall when they come back. I mean, that's they're not going to all of a sudden turn into you know a defensive team, right? They're not right. all going to start clamping down on people. So they got to go back to what made them successful. And, and hopefully Montrez... Uh, can bring some of that energy. And, and look, they are better when they have those two big guys in there. Uh, to your point, Walker, like he's not he's not stopping everything at the rim, but like he's bouncing up there. You know, he, he's causing havoc. He's doing something that they didn't have before. So I think that's the biggest thing. More time with Montrez and hopefully the shooting returns. Yeah, I mean, I think a rest is going to help, but I think just not having the all-star break to look forward to, to say, all right, we just got to get to the break. We just got to get to the break. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I don't know if those guys are necessarily thinking that way, but it's a young team. It's an inexperienced team. And I think that's that's something that a young and inexperienced team might do is say, all right, let's just get to the break and we'll regroup. Uh, they don't have that. You know, the pressure will be all on them to make something happen. The race to the playoffs will truly begin and I think that will help them kind of refocus and figure some things out. And, and you know, I wouldn't mind, honestly, a, a shakeup to the starting lineup at this point. Um, they The starting lineup hasn't done anything in my well, mind to justify keeping things the same. And look, where are they losing these games? They're not winning the fourth quarter or the first quarter. They're not winning the first no. quarter. They're not winning these overtime games because they're waiting two and three minutes to get going. I mean, something there, and it's not necessarily the same lineup, but that mindset has to change. They can't come out – and lose these first quarters. They're zero yep. and six in overtimes. Uh, everyone was tweeting that out. Thank you. We get it. Zero and six. So, so there's something there, right? There's something there. There's something there with uh, being ready or or whatever. But coming out energized. You know, the first game of the season, <laughs> we get back to that. JB was kind of semi complaining about the crowd wasn't in their seats. 
I don't think it's the crowd's fault anymore. Oh, guys. no, this it is, wasn't. This is, <laughs> well, this, you know, I will say a lot of heat cheers last night. Oh, like, come but, on. Yeah, what man, is there, happening? There was, there was. Like, I, I you know. know, the first game I've been to in a while, and there were a lot of heat jerseys, a lot of Dwayne Wade fans, a lot of BAM, like lots and lots of Miami Heat stuff, and they were pretty loud. Now, the Hornets yeah. would get loud at crucial moments, too, but, I mean, I, I don't know how to describe Maybe, like, I mean, it's teetering on 50-50 on what I experienced, maybe 60-40. And, and yeah. Subhub, Subhub you know, Warriors out there. Yeah, that's going to be the case. Yeah, and that's going to be the case. I think, you know, Charlotte is what it is. It's getting better. But, like, when these big marquee teams are coming in, you're going to have yeah, right. voices from the other fans. That's just another thing. that This group's going to have to get over. They're going to have to get over the officials. They're going to have to not worry about this. You know, they're not going to get any breaks from the officials uh, down the stretch in, in a lot of these games, and, and they're going to have to accept that. You know, uh, it's got to move on from that. You have to adjust to what's going on in the game, and that's part of growing up too. Well, and, and just real quickly, looking at the rotation, like you talk about the starters and, and maybe even switching it up, how they haven't been very good. You can see who James Borrego feels most comfortable uh, comfortable with. It's P.J. Washington now running the four, and I think maybe that's kind of contributed to him putting the ball on the floor a lot more. Miles Bridges running the three, LaMelo and Terry in the backcourt. All of those players had at least 35 minutes or more. The other two, Kelly Oubre, who had 38, Montrez, who had 43. Mason starts only gets 14 and James Booknight gives you seven minutes and that's it. So <laughs> did not play a whole lot. JT Thor got some minutes and uh, only 15. And then JT Thor was taken out. So uh, yeah. you're, you're seeing basically six players that Borrego is going to go with a lot and then try to make up some minutes while McDaniels, Martin and Gordon Hayward's out like Mason, JT Thorne, Booknight, or those other guys that are kind of combined into one player for you. It's crazy because they're going to Montrez. They're drawing up plays for him. They are looking to run offense ATO. through him. ATO, yeah. they had a great play for Montrez that led to an easy bucket. LaMelo hit him with the assist. Yeah, so if that's if you're looking for a spark, I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm putting him in the starting lineup. I'm hoping his just energy and overall vibe juices this team up to start games and you get an extra jump there. So uh, maybe JB will do that. Maybe not. We'll see. But it, it's 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 crazy to me how quickly he's become like a key cog in this offense when he wasn't here for most of the year. Uh, Lamella Ball is going to be in the All-Star uh, weekend. Oh, he's yeah. going to be in the All-Star game. He's going to be – I want to talk about that. He's going to be in the Rising Stars Challenge. He actually met with the media today. And I have a clip I'd like to play in in just a moment. So stick around for that because he's getting he's getting me hyped up. He got me hyped up for this All Star Weekend. And I have to share it with everyone. Uh, but I just want to kind of say this to wrap up uh, our our conversation. It's it's hard to remember, but there was a time this season when the Charlotte Hornets could beat anybody, and we felt we believed we believed they could beat anyone. Top of the Eastern Conference, top of the Western Conference. They they were doing great G League, things, whatever, and, and they and they were healthy, and that's what they have to get back to. And I think they can do it. And I, I told everyone I've painted my face as an homage to my favorite pro wrestler, uh, the Ultimate Warrior. And as the Ultimate Warrior would always say, to be the man, you got to beat the man, okay. and that's the bottom line. That's right. 
Thank you. That's what he would say. Thank, thank you for ending that. Um, I, are, are we ending the show? Did you want to play? No, that no. I want to talk All Star. I want to talk. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> Let's talk. David, All-Star David, after. David is our All Star expert. David, are oh, you excited man. about this All Star weekend? If you're not, I've got a clip to play for you. But tell me, are you all? Are you excited for this All Star weekend? I'm excited for all All Star weekends. I'm not going to let uh, the refs steal my joy. I'm not going to let the, the Hornets downplay this for me. I, uh, yes, I'm excited. Now, now I have some nits to pick but go ahead and, and play your clip because i think we could all use all right so this was uh this was Lamelo ball meeting the media for the first time as an all-star all-star weekend the rising stars challenge coming up um someone asked him you know what are your plans for the all-star weekend you got two games to play in what are you know what are you thinking here let's let's listen to what he had to say uh, uh, I listen really going out there just doing what you love it's always gonna be fun i feel like so Pretty much just going out there having fun. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Woo! Why do you think that's, they start that's, off slow? That's what the Ultimate <laughs> Warrior would say. Woo! That's right. I was going to say, you had to drop that one in there. You had to drop some kind of woo reference. But that's exactly what LaMelo makes us all feel. He's going to be a lot more exciting than actually telling us about how exciting it's going to be. He's so. much more exciting. Yes, he's, he does much more exciting things. He is much mm, more exciting than... He does not like, well, I don't know. I'm not going to say what he does or doesn't like. He doesn't appear mm-hmm. to enjoy <laughs> talking about things with the media. He's yeah. a hooper, baby. He just yeah, hoops, that, man. That, that's what he wants to do. So hopefully Lamella will give us some fun <laughs> stuff to watch. This all-star game should be a great time to watch him play. Um, and real quickly, I guess, I do want to get, uh, David, your thoughts on the skills challenge. You got some nits to pick there, right? The skills what are we challenge. doing? Is it, gonna, is it just... Is it just going to be a disaster this weekend? Yeah, they've made a mockery of the skills <laughs> challenge. Let's be honest, guys. Uh, I mean, American treasure, you know, dates back, I don't know, four or five years. To our founding uh, fathers, our yeah. founding fathers. They, this is they, not they what they the envisioned, greatest, okay? They did they the did greatest not. skills challenge, liberating this country from the English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've got the Antetokounmpo brothers out there as one team. They've got Cleveland as one team. Uh, and then they've got a bunch of rookies. You know, I don't know. I'm disappointed in what they decided to do with the skills challenge. If you're going to go, we talked about this. If you're going to go brother versus brother, let's do it. Let's get the Ball brothers. Let's get the Plumlee brothers. Bring really the Zeller should. brothers back. Uh, let's get the brother. Martin twins in there. <laughs> let's get the brothers in there, brother. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. They tinker with this thing every year. My other nit is four dunkers again. You know, we can get 12 guys shooting three-pointers, but only four guys want to dunk. Um, I'm, I'm Cole Anthony's a sleeper pick there for me, by the way, guys. I actually have um, zero clue. Who, who are the other ones in it? Obi Toppin, Cole okay. Anthony, Jalen Green, and Juan Toscano. No, that's not right. Um, see, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, star studded, star studded. <laughs> you know, I think it's honestly, it's a great strategy to get us all to stop being upset about the, uh, about the scoring is just to put players in there that we don't care about at all. Yeah, I'd like great. to see, yeah, I'd like to see a new uh, event, maybe like teams of referees, have them review a play, right? Uh, time them on this, you know, <laughs> whoever takes the longest, <laughs> right, gets to replay officiate. Replay, right. replay, relay. I mean, let's just do that. Let's bring everything. Well, in. I, li- I like that. Um, I've said it for years. Skill, you want to change the skills challenge? Uh, I got two. I've been saying this for years. I've got two, uh, two options for you, NBA. One, tables, ladders, and chairs. Number two which I like even more, the floor is lava. We bring in actual lava. Stakes are the highest. We're talking about life or death. Then we'll see how, then we'll see how skilled those Antetokounmpo brothers 
Really? Right, can can right. you imagine some NBA player getting injured because he's trying to crawl on the stadium chairs to avoid not injured, floor? not injured, consumed by lava mm-hmm. as seen in the movie Volcano when the guy falls off the subway car and it's like Aah! a woge bomb drops. <laughs> Somebody is out four to six weeks because he got consumed by molten hot lava. All right. Thanks for making Lockdown Hornets your first listen every day. Uh, check us out on YouTube where we're doing embarrassing stuff like this all the time. Also, check us out anywhere you get your podcast. We'll be back with you on Monday. Now make your second listen, Locked on Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop. For all your gambling needs, Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thanks to David for joining us. Thanks to Doug for painting his face. Kind of not thank you for making me paint mine. I don't know what you're doing with your wings. Uh, we will be back. Clapping, baby. Monday. We're going to yeah. go for <laughs> Have a great weekend.